Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North, and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. Show 158, December 2nd, 2021. Dave, I wasn't around Lethbridge on Tuesday. I was in Medicine Hat and it was a little breezy, but I heard there was some winds here that, and I hate to start every show with the weather, but it's the kind of way it turns out. Being our age, that's what we talk about. But I heard there were some winds of epic proportions here on Tuesday night. Epic proportions is the proper term. It was so windy. Like, it's like, it's pretty rare that wind wakes me up in the middle of the night. And it was, it was oppressive. Holy cow. Like, I left curling. Um, what time was it? It was it was almost ten o'clock. Yeah, and 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 had to walk the dog, and and I like it wasn't ball cap. It was my wind coat and a toque because it was it was batting down the hatches. I don't know batting, what it's like. like it was uh, Eddie Whalen stampede dressing batting down the hatch and locked the door. She stampede dressing time once more. Wednesday morning happens to be garbage day, and you know they, we have the pickup bins and what have you. And for the first time since we've lived here, because it is a little bit protected. It was laying on his side in the morning. Like yeah, De- was- I was in the hat, and Deanne said there was just shit everywhere down down the 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 uh, the alleyway, the down down the uh, the grassy area behind the house. People there there was stuff everywhere in our complex. It was just uh, crazy. Uh, Mom, I talked to her on Wednesday morning, make sure she was okay. Branches were all over the place. She was upset. She's got it cleaned up. A tree. Big branch off the uh, the evergreen next door for almost fell down. Wasn't for the neighbor's satellite dish stopped it. But anyways, that was crazy. The I heard it was 130 kilometer an hour winds, and like we've lived around here our entire lives, and uh, that's that's unheard of for a sustained period of time. 
Holy, yeah, it was it was on it was a weather event. Like if there was any kind of precipitation or or what have mm. you, like it was. I don't know what it would have happened because that was crazy. Yeah, what anyway, it's, what do you do? You just deal with the next day, pick your shit up, and try for the next things. Anyways, Dave, uh, I'm on days off now. Today, when I was uh, leaving work, the big joke always because we work a Tuesday to Thursday shift, and every time uh, you leave work, the guys say. See you next Tuesday. And there's a, a underhanded joke to that uh, that we won't get into. But uh, while I was going through the beer store today, I found a beer that was actually called See Ya Next Tuesday. They didn't use the U. They used the Y. So see you next Tuesday. Uh, so I picked up a, a four-pack of these four beer. We're sports talking a whole lot more. Brewed at the Field and Forge in uh, Innisfail, Alberta. Uh, pretty good beer, actually. Uh, Exhale Brewing Company. Quite good. I'm quite happy with it. The, the, the See you next Tuesday. I saw you, you had a different can in your hand. What do you got going on tonight? Uh, mine's uh, the Big Sexy Funk, uh, an IPA, as big I like. Sexy Funk. Yeah, nice. it's, it's, it's a pretty sexy can, too. It's a little disco-y. It's from Vancouver, from Strathcona Beer Company. I've had this before. It's, it's a nice IPA. It's the one the kind of around that flavor I like. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a nice beer. And it's a, actually, That's it's a really good beer, actually. Yeah, it's it's this a it's a pretty happening. I'm quite happy with this CNX Tuesday right now. This dry hop Aussie style Kolsch, uh, quite good uh, from our uh, hopefully our, our our newfound friends, the Exhale Brewing Company. And this fail, anyways, Dave. Uh, last night at uh, midnight, oh one, the Major League Baseball strike. We're not going to talk about like billionaires and fighting millionaires. Uh, I want to talk about how childish this is already getting with uh, Major League Baseball and the Players Association. Last night, the lockout started, and right at the strike at 12.01, the websites, the the, uh, team uh, networks, they aren't allowed to have the name, image, likeness of the players because that's part of the the bargaining agreement. So you won't, if you're watching the Yes Network, you won't see any Aaron Judge highlights. You'll see minor league guys. You won't see any, uh, if you're a Toronto Blue Jays fan, Rogers, because they own the team, they can't play Blue Jays um, highlights anymore. Um, this one's going to get ugly, Dave. And the more I read into it, the more I am on the side of the players, I kind of always have been, but I'm also thinking a lot of times like, you know what, if you're an employee, you're an employee, so you should just shut up and and give what you got. But, you know, you you look back 20 some years ago when A-Rod got his big contract, which was crazy back then at 25 million bucks, you look at the way inflation's gone over the years and everything else. The wages for the players has not increased that drastically compared to what the revenues have for the for the owners. Um, I'm on the players' side on this 100% because the way they 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 hold players down to get basically one contract now, uh, yeah, they make good dough and everything else, but there's such a small uh, small percentage of players that do make uh, life changing money. Um, man, oh man, the owners look bad on this one, man. Well, it, it, it's, it's true, especially because I, I think one of the main, main sticking points right now is, is the players want um, one year, one year less of service or something, five years of service. Simple. To, yeah. To, to have free agency. And this is such, uh, can't do that. And uh, the, the owners don't want that, but the owners have been screwing these players for years. Like uh, when the Cubs won their series, was it 16? Yeah, like they held him back because, and you see it all the time. Seattle's done it. Um, yeah. The Jays did it with Vlad, right? You know, you just, 
you, you don't start year. until game 21, and then that year doesn't count towards your free agency contract. And, then, and they, that's just garbage. You're like, you're I, I, just, I just thought of it. It's like some of these guys, they get signed when they're 15, 16 years old out of Dominican, and they can't get any service time. They're excellent. Like Gary Sanchez, he's terrible, but he can't become an actual free agent and go on the market until he's 27 years old with X amount of years of service time. Although he's been, although he's already been owned by this team for 11 years. Yeah. It's, it's It's, ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then you got owners who are banked. Like you have, now you have Max Scherzer making $43 million from a billionaire owner. He makes more than the entire Pittsburgh Pirates team that makes money off of revenue sharing from all the, the, the have teams and, the, and he, he's a have not. If that money went back into the franchise, fine. But these owners are getting this revenue sharing and they're paying for everybody else's shit. Like for their own other businesses. It's, it's so, I'm so pro player on this one and the players are going to lose again. Because they always do because they, they, they are going to settle. Uh, once people start missing paychecks, that's always how it happens. And they're going to cave because at the end of the day, the owners have the money and the players want the money. And that's, that's just the way it is. And that's any pro sports. Right. And, and it's frustrating because there's such different tiers of the owners. It's not like they're really all playing from the same playbook anyway. Not at all. Like you said, right. Like you're like, how did, how did these guys, um, how do they all decide what they're going to eat when some people can only afford McDonald's and others are 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 eating uh, fillets for breakfast? Like I don't know, like what the yeah. There, there's such a different budget, such a different expectation, such a different. They can't. They can't all play from the same book because they're they're just so different in in wealth in in revenue streams and and that and and heaven forbid the big markets are never ever ever going to share their their revenue streams like as far as uh the the yankee network the boston network uh chicago with wgn the braves with tbs right like it's just like it's it's so bizarre dave like to me like now it's become a point that if you look at the cubs like you mentioned earlier they, they won a world series in two just five years ago they have money to burn. Their biggest their, their biggest star is Wrigley Field. That place will be full. People will go there. People will buy their shit no matter what. They already sold off all their parts and pieces. All and, of them. Gone. And the, and the Chicago Tribune, I believe, who, who is the owner of that. So um, they're, they're involved in it. Yeah, the Ricketts family and everything else, I believe. But yeah, yeah it's, but they, it's but all they, part of it. They, they've chosen they're in it to make money, not win World Series. And, and, and at the end of the day, the Cubs can never win a game, but people are coming to Cubs Stadium. Like people aren't going to give up their. People season. are going to Wrigley no matter what. Yeah, exactly. I They're went for fuck's sakes. Yeah, because it's iconic, and you're happy you went there. Yeah, absolutely. But not I, to cheer I, for I, the Cubs. Well, to go it was to a the Yankee. Stadium. It was a Yankee uh, series. There it was a great Yankee swept the whole thing, but uh, Gardner hit a home run in the bottom of the, in the top of the ninth inning. The first game was awesome. But anyways, it it's so astonishing that people just don't see that the owners are screwing these players over. And I think the owners did something very smart because it was a smaller market, not it was the mid-market team, not small market. The mid-market teams before the lockout happened, they went and signed all these guys to big deals and said, 
The system works. Look at this. They made the players look bad. You can't blame the players for taking the dollars because everybody would. They made the players look stupid. These mid-market teams, like Texas, went from a 60-win team to maybe a 75-win team with their two big signings, with Semyon and, um, and Seager. Seager. Yeah. Javi Baez signed a big, big deal with, with the Detroit Tigers. He got $105 million bucks. They're not going to, they are going to make the playoffs. Robbie so, Ray went to the Mariners, right? To the Mariners. They're not, yeah. they, they, they made the playoffs since when? They've never won a, yeah. a playoff. And, and it's, it's clearly all money. These, so all these case. guys, so these mid-market teams, they were smart. They said, we'll sign, sign, sign. We'll still get a revenue sharing. They've actually made the players look dumb. And you can't blame the players for taking the money, but you know what? They're not getting paid if they don't play. The owners are the owners are going to win and the players are going to lose badly because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And this is shitty to say. It don't matter who's playing because the fans will always come back, no matter what. And it's shitty. And it, it's it true. Yeah, it's true. It, it, it don't matter who's wearing pinstripes. I'm going to go watch the game. Yeah, it don't it don't matter who's wearing wearing a J. Uh, we'll end up watching. You might put a boycott on for a little bit of time, but I'm not changing my viewing habits to NASCAR in, in the summertime. Like, yeah, I, you can find something else, right? Well, I'm, I'm not like I. I'm already watching the Dominican League for Christ's sakes. Like it's. Well, that's I, what I meant by that. You're going to find baseball to watch. I'll like, find like, baseball to watch. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it, it's it's terrible at that. that like I, I hear some sports talk radio shows. They're saying, "Well, the players are the game." Well, but there's always other players. Like no matter what, every year there's always other players. Like I'm not mm-hmm. saying go put scabs out there, but if you put if you put a kid from Wichita State in a Yankee uniform, I don't know the difference. You know, if, 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 yeah, like if, if, if he's a, a backup left fielder who plays once a week anyways, well, there's that guy, right? You know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't matter. The players don't matter. And it, it, we talk about that in football a lot, too, where the players, other than 15 guys in, in, in the NFL, maybe not 15, 30, let's say 30, 35 guys out of 30 teams, they're interchangeable parts. Mm-hmm. It don't matter anymore. And these players who think that, that they're bigger than the game, well, they're not because somebody else will wear that uniform. And it's and shitty it, to say that, but it's true. And, and, like, and, and I don't think they say that because they know that, right? They know they're part of the game. They know that they, they have a – they're blessed with a talent that's enabled them to make generational wealth. I, I do believe they know that. And they also know that people came before them and there will be players that come after them. They do know that, but I hope I so. understand. Uh, but also, I, I like they. I I, re- I wish I, I knew exact. Like I, I do know free agency was a sticking point. I know some major league, minor league uh, financing and stuff was a sticking point. But at the end of the day, the the the, the players have to know that the owners aren't going to botch. Like here's your share. This do is what it. you want. Yeah. Yeah. Don't play them. We'll get somebody else. Yeah. We'll, we, we will actually save money by not playing. Well, no, they won't because they won't get their TV money, right? Well, they won't make, they won't make any more without spending any. And they, they, whatever investments these, these rich people have anyways, like, like you said before, and you've said it a thousand times on this show alone, it's a toy for these guys, man. Mm-hmm. And, and, how, and how these owners have manipulated the, the system to make money Spending forty million dollars for your for your entire lineup, 
your entire lineup makes 40, makes $40 million and you're getting money from other teams. That's smart business, man. Let to, someone to, else pay your bills. To, to win in this sport and more so than, than any of the other ones, you have to be willing to lose the most money or not, not care about losing money. Yeah, perhaps. Does that make any sense? Well, yeah, like like Tampa Bay being the the exception that proves it's that an rule, outlier, right? obviously. Yeah, but like it's it's if you're willing to spend and and develop talent, then you have a chance. Uh, Kansas City Royals, just yep. Chicago Cubs were a homegrown franchise, right? Yep. They they did it with their own draft picks and what have you. Trade um, here, so- trade there, but yeah, in general, it was it was all homegrown guys. Yeah, and then when it's when you when that window opens, take a swing. And and that's what the Jays are doing now. Like the Jays signed, they became a way better team as well, signing those pitchers, Ooh, right? They're good, man. They might yeah. have a, they might have got a chance to show it, but they better they get they better get a win now mentality if the season does happen next year. Buster yeah. only said tonight on on baseball tonight his podcast. I'm driving back here. He don't expect baseball till June. I believe it. They're both sides are dug in, and like well, now said, that they're and now that they start losing money. Now that the lockout has happened, right? Mm-hmm. No one. The start of the season is is that's when it's starting to get serious. When yeah, right now they're not playing anyway, so they're not losing money. No one's losing any money. Right, exactly. And then they're and then like now it's just going to be just who's going to blink first and who's going to give and it'll, and it'll, it'll be those mid level players mm-hmm. who are because there's 300 free agents out there right now who aren't signed. And and then so once they do settle, then you a you got to sign those things. B, like you need what six weeks for pitchers to get ready. Yeah. And then so like if you're locked out. If you if you aren't if you aren't moving and shaking by the first of February, look out, man. You bet because if they you settle know, like, this in May, it's not like they can flip the switch like in hockey and, and and football, right? Like who've been working out in this and just will put something on the field. You're not gonna put thirty million dollar pitchers out on the mound who haven't been one one twist of your, your elbow, that's it. Right, but yeah. So, uh, like, you got you got these these mid level guys. You, like, right now, their wives are on Amazon spending money. They're like, "Hey, whoa, this we might not be playing this year. It's better slow down the Christmas season a little bit. Not that they're starving, but you know what I mean, Dave. I, mm-hmm. I just, I just, I it, it's it's gross that it comes to this, but I understand the 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 why there's a union for athletes. I get it, but at the end of the day, they're gonna lose, and they're gonna lose hard. And another uh, another thing too, uh, I forget who it was uh, was talking in the article. Um, players recuperating from from surgeries and what have you that uh, were using team doctors and team facilities. They're not allowed no to do that now. Now they're on their own for their their recovery and, and rehab. Basically, they're unemployed right now. Yeah, like and, and their insurance ran out. Yeah, you know. So, and then you, and then you, like you sent me an article today. I didn't I didn't read it from Barstool. Uh, I was busy working and stuff. I probably, uh, but f- give me the Colesville version because I'll give you what they, they how they changed the baseballs. And I I know this happened. I heard about it throughout the season how the baseball didn't seem right. And then I remember a couple of years ago. But go ahead, Dave. What the uh, the article you read? What uh, what the, the what it said? And I'll give you my my version of what happened. Well, so Major League Baseball bought Rawlings. Uh, Major League Baseball owns the manufacturer of, of of baseballs. Yeah. And then so obviously the owner of is allowed to do anything they want with their product being baseballs. And around that time they bought it, the the baseball, they're 
word on the street was they put a livelier cork in the middle of the ball to 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 get some home runs going and then after whatever two or three years ago it was like ah, maybe we should deaden this ball a little bit and so they changed the cork again unbeknownst without telling anybody and then they said okay now we're using the dead balls they did tell everybody we're using the dead balls and but something like something was just amiss and that uh, and there's a there's a a scientist who's smarter than us who actually told whoa them. whoa whoa <laughs> well who has the smarter ability? about that than us not in general than us okay i'll, I'll give you that <laughs> um and this person took like game baseballs and and broke them down and said no like there's they're using both baseballs and major league baseball was saying uh, their excuse was well you know with covid and production we we couldn't get all the the deader balls in there so yeah there is there could be a few lively balls yeah, I I read that they and then I heard as well today that you're talking about it that for bigger games like Yankees Red Sox to get more people watching they would use a livelier baseballs and exactly. then for, and, and then for like the the Brewers versus not the, the Brewers Mariners I'm just throwing two names out there they well, would yeah, use the it, shittier it, baseballs they would use the same balls they'd use in the fucking Wimble right and then also too like for the they said like that. Uh, that field of dreams game how many home yeah. runs were hit they Lots. gave the lively balls to that one right like actually in the wcbl we use rawlings official major league baseball it says right on it rawlings official major league baseball just a different stamp on it we ain't yeah. we we ain't good getting the good ones in lethbridge versus oh no you're not getting the ones with pop no exactly so For sure not and, the, and, and, they, like, and you know, they would do that to drive up numbers of this guy and drive down numbers of this guy so it, and, and the, the problem you have, Dave, though, why can't the owners get in the same team? The owners are the ones that are that, that are causing this problem by paying these guys. If you if you did if you stopped all the owners from doing it, you wouldn't be in the situation you're in. Am I wrong? Stop the owners from doing what? Like, don't, okay, if, if if you're all if you're spending too much money and you're doing this, tell that guy, hey, owner, owner A, telling owner B. Dude, quit signing these guys some mics. We can drive the we can drive the wages down. What does that have to do with lively baseballs? No, I'm just could, lively baseball because the, the the baseball the home runs go up. Yeah, the average batting average goes up. Well, this so also the agent goes. Well, this guy's WAR is this. This guy's this guy's hitting forty three home runs when he should have only had twenty eight. Well, on that though, too, the like everybody should be up in arms because now. A team like the Yankees that gets a lot of big games and 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 Boston, they got to play pay more to keep their players because they've been they they have better uh, they have more eyeballs on the screen so they get games with livelier balls. Whereas the guy playing for the Kansas City Royals and Pittsburgh uh, Pirates, he, he's he's hitting uh, dead. You balls almost said here. Penguins. Oh, I would actually tune into that game. <laughs> I would watch that game. <laughs> more than i watch a, a pirates royals game but yeah no, I, I, the owners step on each other it's it's every sport the owners they they they, they make this this monster because you always get one one owner now the mets have that guy that they just get they, they can't get out of their own way they can't yeah and there's no like the commission of baseball now it's 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 garbage right because he's an ass oh Manfred's he's an ass yeah and he says all the wrong things all the time how that 
He's an employee of the owners. Yeah. Right. Like there's so. no where where back in the day it used to be like for the better the the commissioner worked for the game of baseball. Betterment of the game. Like yeah. Giamatti Bar, was with Bar Giamatti. Yeah. 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 So and this guy, he's to, an, and like you you look at like he's got to be making how many million a year. Okay, well, I'll just do what you tell me. I'm just an employee. Right. And who was that guy from the Brewers that ran the league for so long? Selig. Yeah, yeah. See, like he was a horse's dump too. Yeah. With his J.C. Penny cordray suits and that kind of thing. Uh, Anyways, we won't uh, we won't bore you guys anymore with the. Uh, actually, I don't think that was boring. It's a good segment. I, I, I we won't bore. You. We try not to get into the dollars and cents because I'm not a lawyer. Dave's not a lawyer, but that's just our our fan thought about the uh, this lockout. Now it's going to go. We we pr- I promise you guys we won't bring this up uh, until it's all said and done or something gets closer. Something outrageous happens. We'll give our take on it. But uh, lawyer speak isn't me and Dave's. Uh, forte by any means and uh, we're we're not accountants by any means either but uh just it just it, it's just too bad that the fans are always the ones who suffer i agree and, and and at the end of the day it all comes down to money someone's signing checks someone's cashing checks yeah and occasionally those people are going to butt heads right now it's right now it's just the off season there'll be no signings obviously but right now it's just the off season no games are missed but you, you, every day we get closer to christmas you get closer to uh pitches and catches reporting and uh it's geez if there's no 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 word to train who knows what might happen so anyways 1420 sports four beer with sports talking a whole lot more this exhale see you next tuesday beer is very good dave i quite enjoy it i'll have to track some down here we go the grit grinder liquor store on uh whatever street that is oh right down just before coming down the west side hill yeah yeah that lethbridge liquor lethbridge liquor yeah liquor you brought her whatever yeah no i I, yeah i i've I've found some gems in there as well they have 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 a a, pretty good little selection on the one wall there yeah that's a huge beer cooler they got there that's the temperature's right 1420 sports podcast four beers sports talk and a whole lot more 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Uh, Dave, read about the quarter pole, the Nash Hockey League season. There's already probably a dozen teams that are out of a playoff spot that aren't going to get in. Uh, you're at the past, you're at the three quarter pole in the football season. The teams are done. Uh, there are a lot of teams that were done before the season even started, which happens in most sports. But when you get to a certain point in the season, Dave, do you? Do you give up on the season, fire the coach, which seems to be the easiest thing to do in, in a lot of sports, and fire the GM? Or as an owner or management, do you, do, you, do you stick with what you got and see with what team you got? And the reason why I ask this is that more often than not, when a team makes a coaching change, especially in hockey, it seems, they can go on a three, four, five-game heater, win some games, and then they go back to what they were. And then all of a sudden, these guys, they pad their stats a little bit because they, they, well, creativity and everything else. They, did, are coaching changes mid-season, are they beneficial to your franchise at all? They can be. Like, and then, so when we say beneficial. That was a very pedestrian answer. Well, no, no, no. But, like, <laughs> but listen, though. It's it's always dependent on different things. When you say beneficial to the franchise, if if everybody's howling for the coach's head and and the team is playing bad, you're going to get a bump at the gates. Like, is it beneficial for for the standings for their competitive nature? It has shown 
in the past, like most recently, like both the St. Louis Blues um, and the Kings, they both did it with midseason coaching changes, yeah, right? I always forget about it, those ones. Like you always throw it in my face. Well, you know, and it happens, right? It, it does happen when a, when a coach, for whatever reason, that the players are tuning him out, his message, or he's playing the wrong system, something is wrong. And, and, and it has worked. But I, I think most of all, it has to be predicated on, on what expectations were going into the season. Like, cause like it or not, like there's, your team is going to be in a re- rebuilding year and you know that when the season ends that next year is not going to be your year either. And what you want to see is progression. And if, if the players that the the management is drafting and developing to take that next step, if they're not being developed or the coaches and doing like the first one that has to go, we all know is, is the coach because you got to pretend at least to yourself and to your fan base that the decisions that you're making at the on draft day, as well as the decisions that you're making as far as free agent signings going, these are steps towards your progression to be that yeah. competitive team with the ultimate goal. And if, and if it's not happening on the ice, on the field, someone's going to have to take the fall. And, and like we always say, you can't fire 24 players. I just find it, it's just funny to me. It happens, like I mentioned earlier, like more often than not, a coach gets replaced. They go and that team will go on a three game heater, win some games. Superstar X gets uh, the, the Molson star of the week, blah, 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 gets the brute travel kit and the whole shebang. And, and then he goes back to the, the losing ways. I, I personally, in hockey, especially, I don't know. Um, because a puck bounces so much and you can't predict what the other team is doing. And sometimes other teams are just better. I, I, I don't know. If, like I said, especially in hockey coaching changes to me mid season. Yes. It worked in, in LA. Yes. It worked in St. Louis. Those two random times, which are in their, in our very uh, near past. I just think they're bullshit. I think it's semantic for the fan base. I, 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 re- to- I really do. I, I think it's like, okay, we're listening to you and we'll, but in general, like the players are the players, and this is what we have. Like you're, this is a team that we got, and we're not that good. How else do you explain that St. Louis run, though? Right? Like they were. I don't know. They, well, they Gloria. Were DFL. Like L- Gloria, I guess. I don't know. In January, they were the last place in the goddamn That was that league. was crazy. Like that, I I do I do I do give a lot of the uh, benefit to Laura Brannigan on that one. Well, and you got to give Melanby some Who credit knows? too, right? Like, I, I, I don't either. But, like, you can't. Like, something, something changed. And one of the things that changed was the coach. Berube, right? not Melanby. Berube. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. Berube, yeah. yeah. And, and and I don't get it. And Like, you like know that, that that's definitely one with Berube, that he went in, we're changing what we're doing. Because he's a hard-ass. He was a hard-nosed, hard-ass player. And he went in that dressing room, I think, and he said, listen, assholes. And you this is what we're doing. Prima Donna Pricks. Like, and because he, ne- he never made his career guaranteed. He never made it in his career what most of those guys make in a season. Mm-hmm. Right. So here's in my day, in my day, and sometimes that works. I, I do, I do quite like, like we talked about on the show before how I don't understand how um, players become management and presidents. I do like that players from the old time, like our uh, back in our day, 
uh, old man on the porch, they're becoming coaches now because there were some hard-nosed times back then, man. Those guys took a beating and they kept going. And mm-hmm. you see, you see Sutter and you see Barube, and those teams are successful, you know. And it, they're they're bringing more and more of these guys from from our uh, our more nefarious days uh, that are that are coaching now, and and being part of the system now. And it's it's I, I think it's good for I think it's good for the game person. Um. The, what the the midseason firings is good for the game? No, no, I think I think I think all players, the, yeah, bringing bringing the the players from the the rough and tumble eighties and nineties as I think bringing those as as opposed to professional coaches. Yeah, because there's a there's a lot of professional coaches who right. bullshit their way into that are doing it in minor hockey now. They're doing it right through this since we won't get into the minor hockey thing, but they're professional coaches. Stand here, stand here, stand here. Do this, if do this, do this. This is a drill because this is, this this is what the book. Yeah, I think yeah. hockey has and baseball short this year with some the older guys getting jobs. Dusty Baker, Tony La Russa, do this, do this, do this. That don't work. Sometimes you know what gut gut feeling. Everything else is help is, is 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 it works. Baseball did it. Hockey's doing it as well, and I I, I think it's good good for the good for the sport. Oh yeah, and 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 like someone like Daryl Sutter. That guy can coach. There ain't no yeah. doubt because he was the midseason hire last year, and like the flame season was already done when he got the job. But you and I both wrote them off. Like this team sucks. They clearly don't suck. They're they're well, they're one one in LA right now. That Mangiapane. Uh, if you had to put down forty bucks on Mangiapane making the uh, Olympic team, would you? I think I want I I want him on. Like he was the hero of the World Cup of ho- or the World Championship. He, yeah, not World Cup, and 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 Canada uh, hockey Canada has shown in the past that they are gonna let uh, people that play in the World Championships kind of be the tiebreaker, well, right? Like, like when you when you say no, they'll say no to you, no matter how yeah. good you do, right? Right. And I, the thing I like about Mangiapane, he, I, I it, it would be. Like John Tavares is a much better hockey player, obviously. But can John Tavares sit on the bench for 47 minutes a game and when he gets patted on the back to say, go out there and play fourth line minutes and dump it off the glass and get it and just, just kill some time? I think that Hot Canada does a very good job with, with the way they, they construct their teams to have those kind of guys. You can yeah. have all the superstars you want because Canada – Hands down, hands down, Canada has a better roster top to bottom. Yeah. But it's, it's roster construction that Canada does very well at, um, keeping all the top talent. You can't just have an all-star team. You have to have a team. Right. And, and, like, and also, like the, they're not putting anybody on the team that can't check their ego at the door because we're not, we're not about ego here now. We're, I'm asking you to play fourth-line minutes. You're going to play fourth-line minutes. Single mind, single purpose. Let's bring this home for the country, yeah. and everybody wants to do it. And and that's 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 so important in international hockey, right? Emotion doesn't win you games, right? Yeah. Like it's 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 at the end of the day, it's it's the ultimate. It's one of the ultimate team sports, and and unless everybody's pulling in the same direction, it's going to fail. See, that's one thing. Like over the years, like we can we 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 we. Uh, joke on Babcock a little bit and we caught how much buffoon he was, but the way he coached those team Canada's uh, 
in the Olympics. He was a very, very good coach at managing those, those superstars. I, I thought he did a good, like, he's an ass. We all know that, but he did a very good job. And, and the coaching staff, I guess, and, and Hockey Canada did a very good job of putting those teams together. And it worked out quite well. Well, yeah, and, and and that's because that's a team he didn't have to motivate. Now when he goes back to the league, right, same with those Red Wings teams, right? He didn't have to motivate them. Those were professionals that were there yeah. to win. They knew how to win. He came into a winning situation. But to turn around uh, a, uh, a historic losing franchise like Toronto with a lot of young talents who, who aren't all pulling in the right direction, he, he struggled to motivate those people. Couldn't do it. Yeah, Obviously. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the hockey season, the quarter of the way done. Uh, you know who's really good? I hate to say it. Don't tell the producer this. The fucking Leafs. I re- you had them written off like after ten. Games. They've won fifteen out of seventeen. They're they're good. They're yeah, well, goaltending. You show you show me a good goaltender, I'll show you a good hockey team. And and like we've always Campbell's said, playing well, right? Soupy. Yeah. Is everybody whose last name Campbell nicknamed Soupy? Why wouldn't it be? I think it's perfect. Yeah. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Well, I or, or I noodles. You can call them noodles for chicken noodle. But that, yeah, someone, yeah, the uh, old Jamie took that nickname, and it's it's funny. I think noodles is a great nickname. Yeah, fourteen twenty. Anyways, the uh, yeah hockey. I don't know. It's it's. it's I, I I don't think a, a coach is the the strategy of, of of a hockey coach. I don't think it's. I think it's more of a motivational <clears throat> thing. I think it's more of a um, where to put guys because a puck bounces all over the place. I don't think you, you you actually coach a game. You strategize strategize the game. Does that make any sense? So with yeah, I do agree. I agree with that. It, it, it's system with with freedom, right? And and being able to to allow players to show some creativity and freelance outside of the system they're playing because you know you know you gotta. The Oilers, well, they they got the most creative player ever to to lace them up, and then they got the second best player, like as a finisher in the league right now, and yeah. so that gives you a lot of freedom. And you know, we are going to win games by outscoring you. Whereas now the center team in Calgary, what do they have? Like eight shutouts already. Something like that, yeah. It, it's it's ridiculously gross, and that's obviously a team style of play, and it's actually not. And, and then Manjiapani's got 
18 goals and three assists. Yeah. Like it's just, it's odd. It's an odd it, stat line. Yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 yeah. In the top five of goals in the, in the league. Right. So yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing how coaching and, and implementing a system. And if you have buy-in how it can work when you have the right players, because they do that, that Markstrom is a super stud goalie, but even their backup has two shutouts. I always find it funny. Like you, you watch at the end of a game, Dave, we'll get off this topic right away here. But when they, uh, face off deep in the in the offensive zone and there's a goalie's pulled there's 30 seconds left and there's a timeout and they draw something up on, on the whiteboard what happens if they lose the face off it's all that, that all that's just gone for shit it doesn't matter it well doesn't you know matter. well it's always predicated like on this is like this that, is right? best case is it the best case scenario or are they writing up worst case scenario lucci just scored again my mom must be happy she loves lucci she hates five hole Power five. Guaranteed. Lucic. Just a big slug. Still slugging it out, eh? Anyways. You know, I, I like him. I've always liked him. I just yeah, he's fine. He, just, he got over. He, he, got, he got a contract he shouldn't have got. Yeah. And that's his and that's his biggest downfall. Yeah. That's his biggest downfall. Anyways, eh, the hockey season's uh quarter way in. Gonna get back into that right away. Well, I've been watching a little bit more since uh baseball season ended, football's going on. Uh Cowboys covering the spread 20 to 10 victory tonight they're probably going to win uh they're not that good anyways 1420 sports podcast four viewers sports talk and a whole lot more i think it was after the show or during the show i don't know it doesn't matter on uh monday night dave and me were talking about uh icons was it during the show dave or after i don't know i didn't listen to the show on monday i listened I to the first uh 25 minutes it was so good i started crying so i didn't listen to the rest of it um, <laughs> i couldn't handle it couldn't handle the rest of it so got so emotional but anyways uh we started talking about icons in uh, major cities and major and, sp- and sports and who's the major icons in, in the four big sports i guess per city and uh we tried, tried to break it down a little bit go to so there were so many guys who were, who were so great and there's so many cities and everything else but I thought I would just break it down to five North American cities. I went with New York, Chicago, L.A., Boston, Toronto, because I had some Canadian content in there. Um, Toronto hasn't had, well, Kawhi Leonard, I guess, in the, and the Raptors in 2019, I guess it was. They finally won a championship. Uh, CFL, great cups don't matter. Not that it's not important, but it's not the big four. But anyways, Dave, um, living or dead, it doesn't matter what, what guys you pick. But uh, give me your, um, I think a couple are, are indisputable, but you go ahead. Give me your um, Chicago icon. Uh, well, I think Michael Jordan stands alone and we don't even discuss it anymore. Like he, if, you got a, if you got a statue, you're done. You're, you are. You are icon. You're a legend. So now uh, I got two from the football. Walter Payton, yeah, one of the best. Uh, uh, he was he was legendary. Be- best, one of the best running backs ever, with the highest voice. Uh, and uh, with the other one I picked from the Chicago Bears, uh, his coach Mike Ditka. You know, if uh, oh, I'm going to say this, just because Jordan has all of the uh, accolades and all the trophies and everything else. I don't know if he's as beloved as a human being as Ditka. Do you know what I mean? Oh no, that's what I mean. Like, like I, 
it would be a close because I I don't know how engaged Jordan became with the public in Chicago. Yes, he's the greatest. It's indisputable. He the Le, LeBron fuck off. He it's Michael Jordan. At the end of the day, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, they're just the, the best. There's no no talking that. But I think for like just for from what I've read and what I've been when I've been to Chicago, I've been in Ditka's. Um, there's a bit of a soft spot in Chicago's heart for Ditka. So it's, it's close. Like Ditka doesn't have the championships, obviously that Jordan did, but I think it's close for a Chicago icon between Jordan and Ditka. And, and you know, my, like you walk in the streets and going into bars. Yeah. I think Ditka, you might even pulled some more sway. I really do. Cause he's more of an every man's man kind of thing yeah. as opposed to, uh, when he walks into a bar, Jordan, excuse me, I don't know. Obviously, I've never been in an establishment that he's entered, but I, I have a a perception that he might carry himself a little bit more yeah. lofty. Yeah, like neither of us have any any proof of these facts. We fourteen twenty podcast. We don't re- research or anything. We're just what our feelings are, and I I think that Ditka might be a, a Chicago icon at equal level at the very minimum as Michael Jordan. And you know that Saturday Night Live skit, they the skit that they that will then. last forever. Duh, Bears. Dicka uh, versus Dicka versus the that'll the last US forever. Yeah. yeah, that'll last Ditka forever. So that's why I'm saying Ditka's right there, and I had that on my list as well. So we'll we'll call that a toss up. Yes, Jordan's accolades obviously are, are much larger for what he did with the Bulls. He's the greatest basketball player ever, hands down. There's no questions asked, but uh, it's a close toss up. Let's move on to the Los uh, Los Angeles, California. Who do you got? Uh, well, for the Lakers, Magic and Kobe, two guys, I just I don't like either of them. So I'm just going to get those out of the way. I don't like them. And then L.A. has uh, never shown success as a football city. So I'm going to take L.A. Raiders and Marcus Allen out of that because they bounced and and even though Marcus Allen went to USC, even though he won a Super Bowl with the LA Raiders, I'm not going to put him there. Well, he was friends with what's his name with Orenthal too, eh? So, well, yeah. So I have. So it's been a long time since we've had an Orenthal reference, actually. Dude. Yeah, and the OJ hasn't <laughs> been, made, made hasn't it. made hasn't made the airways of fourteen twenty podcasts for quite some kind time. Of, yeah, kind of missing old thirty two. <laughs> um, so I I have uh, I have two again. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think an icon is Kurt Gibson, and I think the bigger icon is his manager of the day, Tommy Lasorda. Uh, I'm gonna stick with. Uh, oh fuck! This is gonna be a toss up in in my eyes. The biggest Dodger, because. Uh, we're, I don't want to say, uh, I'm not going to say it. Uh, the greatest Dodger ever is Sandy Koufax, but the most iconic Dodger ever to me, um, because he lasted so long and listened to so, for so many years in the radio and on television, World Series, everything else, Vin Scully. Um, I think the biggest icon in Los Angeles sports is Vin Scully. Los Angeles sports hasn't done that well. Yes, the Lakers had a little, a little stretch there. Not a little stretch. But Magic, 
Magic needed a Kareem. Um, Colby, great, but he has indiscretions. Shaq was there for a short period of time. You had uh, the Dodgers, yes. You had Tommy Lasorda, iconic. He was there for so long. But to me, the greatest uh, Los Angeles uh, sports guy to me is Vince Scully. The way he, the, the way he could call a game, and everybody has waxed poetics about Scully. I, I love the guy. I think he's the, the uh, I think he's the guy of LA sports. Personally, how can how can you mention uh, give that to Vince Scully and not even mention Harry Carey in Chicago then? Because Harry was juiced all the time. I don't know. I don't. Well, know. And, and I, I don't, don't know, know either. You know. And, and, and I, I don't think and it, I have, because his he was actually all like his longevity with with those organizations wasn't as long as Scully's was. Scully I came have, from with from Brooklyn. I, I you know, and I have, and, and so did Colfax too, right? He yeah. was he played for the Brooklyn Dodgers. I I, I have nothing but affection, and I too. Uh, Hold a, 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 a better a better but, Dodger than, than than Kurt Gibson was Earl Hershiser that that same season, without a doubt. But the I moment, agree. but the moment is Gibson's home run. And didn't Gibson win NLV MVP? And, and Gibson that also year. did. With yeah. the, I In also 88. had I also had Fernando Valenzuela written down. Oh, he's still broadcasting on the 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 uh, the, uh, the Mexican uh, the Spanish station Spanish station uh, calling and, Dodger uh, games for oh, uh, Dodger games yeah yeah on the Spanish station he's still there and that was an eight that was eighty one I think when for, he was for, he was there yeah for El Telemundo or whatever for it is, Fernando but... Mania and he's still there and he like you know I've been to a few Dodger <laughs> games and he he walks in he, that that cheer is better than anybody's that get that's on he the field right now. Unreal for and there's a big uh, there. there, there's a there's a big Spanish community obviously in in uh, L A. and uh, he gets as big as a, a cheer as anybody in L A. does when he comes out. I have no he, doubt. I, like he, he's right there. That's I never thought of him. That's a that's a very good point, Dave. Uh, we'll get back to that one in a second. Uh, let's move on to Boston. I always forget that there's a uh, that the New England Patriots are from Boston. I don't know why, because I'm an idiot apparently. But um, I don't think that there's much of a well, Jesus. I don't think it's or because hockey's not as big. Didn't win up championships. Number four, Bobby Orr. Yes, he has a statue. Like we said earlier, that, that's a prerequisite to be an icon. Uh, I don't think that it's Ortiz because he just didn't win as much as the other guy. But I think it's Brady, and I don't think it's disputable. Oh, I can, am I wrong? I, I think it's totally disputable. I think I think Larry Bird is a bigger icon than Tom Brady, and I also think. Oh yeah, Larry yeah, Bird. I, for, I forget about those Celtic teams. And before Larry Bird, it was Bill Russell, and then the guy that put it all together as coach and GM was Red Auerbach. Red Auerbach. 13 championships. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Uh, the, are, are the Celtics are the Celtics bigger than the Patriots? Because football, okay, hear me out before you get before you argue. I will. Just yeah. hear me out. Football's popularity has increased a lot last 25 years. A lot like it, it, it's with, with, the advent of, with the advent yeah. of fantasy and everything else. Football mm-hmm. has gained a lot of popularity, and I don't think it's as popular as people think, as people are led to believe it is. I think it's popular because it's supposed to be popular because of, because of fantasy. Just hear me out. If you watched basketball in the 80s, you knew the Lakers and the Celtics. 
You, you just did. Actually, if you didn't, if you didn't watch basketball, I remember watching Lakers Celtics games when I was like when I was 11, 12 years old. It seemed old. like every year, every year was Lakers was Celtics on. and NBA, it was and then it was great. And MLB, it was Yankees Dodgers in the World Series. Yeah, seemed like every other year, it was yeah. just something you watched. And yeah. I'm, I forgot the. I'm going to go with you, Dave. I'm, I'm going to agree with you that if you, if two guys are walking to a bar, and uh, if I had two beers in my hand, one for me and one for another guy, Brady and Bird, I give it to Bird. I think so too. I think I think Bird means more to that. That, city that than Brady. that's the royal standard. That's the <laughs> royal standard. <laughs> I only got one left. Who gets? I got it. one left. Who gets it? That's the royal standard. I give it to Larry Bird. You know, and even before him, Bill Russell is yeah. he, he like in and well, I think I think the Celtics of the, of that generation from uh, let's say nineteen eighty eight. 1978 to 88 yeah. like they were and then even before that they they won so many championships red Auerbach as a coach kind of changed the game a little bit that, by and, and then you can always almost include the boston garden in the iconic thing because the, the right. parquet floor and everything else sweaty just, and stinky like, and, you remember watching the uh the oilers and the bruins they had to call that game because oh, of the fog the fog and oh man yeah, and Boston's a pretty cool town. It is a pretty cool. Town. Yeah, I, I'll go with Bird. I, now that you 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 swayed my opinion, but Dave, <laughs> look at us going all NBA, right? Yeah, oh, Jesus, I, we don't watch five games a year. Uh, who do we got left? We got New York and Toronto. Let's well, go let's Tor- do Toronto because it's a dog. Let's right? go Toronto. It's a the, the the biggest city in uh, in Canada. Um, couple championships you had. Uh, the the Raptors a few years back, just a recent few years back, you had a couple World Series in 93, 94, 92, 93, sorry. Uh, who do you got? The iconic figure. You got two beers, one in your hand. Who do you give the other one to in Toronto? Okay, so I, this other way. I, I only wrote down three names. Okay. I wrote, I wrote down Joe Carter. I wrote down Doug Gilmore. Oof, but here's is... the problem like Gil, uh, obviously Carter hit the biggest home, what a big a home run as you're ever going to hit um, but like d- d- despite the fandom of Canada and that city for baseball they would rather win especially like now like when the, when the Jays won um, their World Series I don't even know if the Raptors were a franchise but now that the Raptors are a franchise and they've won. They're the most recent title holders north of the border. I'm going to give it to a member of the Toronto Raptors. And once again, look at me going with Basketball. management. Management, aside and Jerry, he made that team. Masai, yeah. Is that yeah. what's Asai and Jerry or what? Masai Najiri. Masai Najiri. He's the one that made that team. He made that. He traded that one guy uh, to San Antonio who wanted. I can't to, remember his name either. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but he had he had and brought Kawhi in, and the rest is history. Yeah, and then made it. Like in, I think he's the the real. Like uh, some people might say Kyle Lowry, but I think Injury is the one that deserves all the credit there. I think he might be the icon. I'm going to give him my beer. Yeah. The yeah. Gilmore, geez, that, that guy can walk in a room and just uh, probably in Toronto, and he probably hasn't paid for a meal in Toronto in, in 30 years. It's been 30 years since he's played there, 
right? Yeah. Um, hell of a player, never won anything, went to the conference finals twice. Uh, Carter, uh, I don't know. He, did Kimmer win the cup with the Flames? Well, with the Flames, he did, yeah. Yes. With the Leafs, he, he went to the oh, conference yeah. finals. Yeah. But with uh, Joe Carter, I've heard and I've read from multiple sources that Joe Carter is. Uh, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. Shaking hands and kissing babies. But as soon as the camera's off him, he's not a nice person. And uh, I don't know whether it's true or not, but this is what I've read. And I've actually heard people on television. So that's actually a broader thing. Say the same thing where they're like, I don't, they're not like when you, when you read something, you can't believe it because look, people just put something. You in never know. Yeah. But when you when you see people on TV say it, you got to believe it because there's going to be fact checkers. There's going to be people checking, like saying, like, "Whoa, you should, whoa, don't if say you that." Put it on TV. It's or like it's. it's there's got to be a lot of fact checking stuff just yeah. in case you don't, don't get want to get sued or whatever. And that kind of took a. Uh, and now that you've I've heard Carter talk, you kind of go, "Okay, yeah, I kind of get it." So Carter, yes, he did a couple of great things in, for for Toronto baseball. Just from hearing that, he went down it in, in my books. Um, but right now, the biggest icon, jeez, uh, and once again, a basketball guy. You win a championship, you that puts a lot of weight, man. And you got Kawhi Leonard made that shot in game seven of round one in, in 2019 against Philly. And that's the, he's getting. He's not going to jersey retires. He wasn't there long enough. He's there for one season, one, one season year. only. But I will bet you they will be putting up some sort of a statue of that moment because it was such a great shot out of bounds in the corner. There will be a statue in front of the uh, Scotiabank place, whatever they call it now. It used to be the ACC. That man's an icon. That He's the biggest icon in Toronto, hit Toronto right now. And, 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 and I understand. Why is it basketball I, I, that we're that we're that we're going with all of a sudden? We don't watch well, basketball. No, we don't. But like, uh, well, Boston has such a rich, the richest basketball history of any franchise. Yeah. Toronto is because that's the only thing they've won in the last one. 
well, since years. 91, 92, right? And so that's why. That's why. Yeah. No, winning, it, yeah, it's winning tough you to serve. be an icon. Yeah, winning helps. Let's move on to uh, the greatest city in the world, New York. New York, as Sinatra said, you got a lot of guys to pick from. You got a, some guys with, like, you got Mark Messier, who was uh, apparently the cock of the walk in 94 when they when they won the world, the uh, the uh, the Stanley Cup Stanley for Cup. the first time in 199 years, whatever the fuck it was. Uh, he couldn't do no wrong. He was dating the likes of Madonna and whatever else he wanted to. And then you go on to the uh, years and years ago, you got uh, Babe Ruth and Joe DiMaggio and uh, Lou Gehrig and the rest of them. And then you move the on Mick. to the you move on to guys like uh, Patrick Ewing with the with 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 the uh, the Knicks never won anything, but basketball is huge in New York, man. Like if if a Knicks team ever won one, you would see a party because they're the biggest team in New York. I don't care what anybody says, that's the biggest team in New York. If they win one, that's it. They New Yorkers want the Knicks to be relevant so bad. They're way bigger than the Yankees. They hate that owner, Jimmy Dolan. Oh, God, yeah. they hate him. Um, Then you move on yeah. to the, uh, obviously, my my uh, my vintage and my, my guys, you got the, uh, the 1996 through 2009 uh, New York Yankees. You got Jeter. And, well, there you go. Uh, who do you got? Who's the icon, man? Like, all, that's New York, New York. Who do you got, Dave? Well, like for for the Yankees, I got it. Well, it's it's easy to put names down. I I had Messier down. I had Patrick Ewing down. For the Yankees, the two I came down to were uh, Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle. Um, Chesterfield is just a pretender compared to those two. <laughs> the Mick, the Mick had a good time, man. Oh like, uh, yeah, I I actually think like I've been around the stadium. I've been to thirty games there and around the. And the, the old Yankee Tavern and the, the old timers that are that are still going to games in, in the Bronx. You talk to them and they talk of the highest praise for Mickey Mantle to this day. That like he, he was how, a ball player. And it's and how and how he like you like you watch the passion in these old guys' eyes, how they talk about Mantle. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. And I left DiMaggio off the list because even mm. as as good as he was, he was he was not so as good as the other guys. Yeah, exactly. Like so, I think if you're gonna pick pick a Yankee, I would pick either Ruth or Mickey Mantle. Um, I think someone that's a bit of a, a New York icon, but uh, with a little bit troubled post career, Lawrence Taylor. That man redefined the linebacker position. Ooh. If he didn't, if he wasn't such a fucking idiot. Yeah, he wouldn't he went, buy a meal anywhere. Now you don't want to be associated with the guy. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, yeah, he just went a little bit crazy after his playing career because it's that's too bad because he was a game changer. He reinvented the position, Super Bowl winner. But you know what? Do you know who I'm going to give my beer to? And he is also a New York Giant. He is active in media right now. You see him everywhere. Eli? Michael Strahan. Oh. Yeah, he's beloved by all. He is awesome. He's doing he's the a, Christmas parade at Disney. He does a ball at Times Square. He does the lights on the fucking Rockefeller Center. He's, he's everywhere. He's, he's, he's the new Regis. He does that shit. He too. does it all. He is, 
He does it all. The the single season sack holder won a Super Bowl title. He wasn't there for the second. He just won the one and he retired. I think Michael Strahan is my New York icon. I'm gonna I okay, I, I get it. He's a very popular, popular fellow with his yeah, but I'm I'm giving mine to Chesterfield. I I I think that, that man, gift given motherfucker, eh? He, he can just... do no wrong, old Chesterfield. Uh, his parents said <laughs> Charles and Dorothy brought him up right. He uh, <laughs> he's done well for himself. Won a lot of championships. The charisma, he's an icon. Like that guy is. He saw if him and Mickey Mantle walked in, I would probably pour them half a beer each. Say, here you go. We're, we'll, let's share. You would give him, and then Babe Ruth just said, "You just go eat your hot dogs over there." I go have a stogie with Babe in the corner. <laughs> to drink these two beers, and I'll have yeah, a stogie I'm right with back. Babe. I'm right back. Uh, yeah, there's a Spanky's hot dogs outside. I'll That's how I do it. Hey, Babe, we need to go to Spanky Dog. That's what we're gonna. I uh, see now. Like, yeah, I don't think Jeter can even play poker with Babe and Nick. Probably not. Those guys played hard. Those boys played hard. Anyways, that's our iconic uh, athletes from five major North American cities. Get back to us what you guys uh, what you guys think. If you agree or disagree, we'd like to like to hear from you. It's uh, always a good conversation to hear what uh, how wrong we were. But anyways, fourteen twenty podcast four beers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. Got one more question to ask Dave before we uh, call her call her a night. Dave, the holiday season's upon us, and uh, I know that, uh, Jesus, I, I don't mind visiting with family and friends and having some drinks and getting into her a little bit and here and there, and that's why one of the, the, one of the things I like about Christmas, Dave, do you think that over the years, well, actually on a nightly basis, professional athletes, they got more money than they can shake a stick at, and they'll, they'll never spend it all, and uh, they get family and friends visiting them from town to town, and what percentage of players do you think on a nightly basis got into her the night before and are playing with like, oh man, I can't believe I'm doing this. And the festives, like all year long, all year long. But okay, let's just go, uh, let's just go to the festive season because it's the festive season. Like okay. what, like, like when they, the December, let, let's go through American Thanksgiving to Christmas, families and friends and things, they go from city to city. Oh come on! It's Christmas. Let's go have a drink, have dinner, and let. And they, 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 I don't even know if athletes have curfews anymore. But what percentage do you think go? Okay, fuck, whatever. I'll be hungover tomorrow when we play. Who cares? Ooh, I think it's really low. If if this was the '80s, I would say like forty to fifty percent. But in this day and age. I think I'd be surprised if it was. Is that because of social media and camera phones and stuff? You think? Well, I think it's because of money, of, of expectations, as of just team dynamics and what have you. I I don't think. Like I'm I not saying I'm not saying being caught in, in, in a cot at seven in the morning in a fucking elevator. No, 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 not like you not know what I mean. But I mean, like, no, oh, no, I totally yeah. mean. I I, I had I too totally many balls mean. of wine last night. Like whatever. Yeah, but just maybe like being over the limit and and not that they're driving or anything. Like I just I think Tiger that Woods, but whatever. Yeah, I think they're so I think they're 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 more professional now than they ever were. And then like if they're playing the next day, 
they know exactly when they when they got to go to bed to be able to perform at their peak the next day. Are they so more I professional think- or do they just have uh, the this is going to sound ridiculous when I say it anyways. Are they more professional or do they just not have the proper mentorship? Does that make sense? Think, no, I don't know exactly what you mean well, when you like, say that. Okay, let, let, let's say that uh, I'm just going to throw, I'll throw a name like Chris Chelios out there. Fitness freak, been known to, didn't mind beers, whatever. Like drinking, having a good time. Brett Hall, like having a good time. Scored how many goals? Okay, I do this. We can go out this late. After that, come on. Proper mentorship. You know, that's possible. Like maybe one or like maybe like good, one or two. Good and peer mentoring. Yeah, but like hungover, I don't think I'd be surprised if it even happens anymore, to tell you the truth. Kids because don't you drink be, anymore either, right? As they much. don't do, no, they don't as much. And I think you'd be scared shitless of showing up because the team dynamic is so different. I don't know how it is these days. Like do, do they hang? Do they roll? Obviously, they trap they travel. But once you get off that plane, once you get in the hotel, or like, I think there's a lot of video games in, in, in hotel rooms. Right. And it's and it's just hanging out, right? And you, like so you have your clicks and, and there's 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 no getting after because you're teammates with everybody, obviously, but you're not friends with everybody. Could you imagine having to showing up hungover and just reeking? And then and then you I cost did. your team and then you can't take a shift and then someone else has to do it. Like you like you, you wouldn't want to let your team down and and you're definitely well that's the thing, the I guess, Dave. Now, now that you put it you put it that way, like there's some guys who are in the the tail end of their careers and they said, This is my one shot at a contract. Don't let me down, you little prick. But you mm-hmm. going out, you know, I'm put I'm hitching my wagon to you, Mitch Marner. I'm just throwing his name out there obviously I don't know, but I'm hitching my wagon to you, Mitch Marner. You're gonna get us to the second round of the playoffs. It might get me another contract. Mm-hmm. The money's yeah. so big compared to what it was a hundred years ago. These guys were just working like a hockey player was just being a hockey player, sitting up sell cars in the off season, right? right? And then ho- at hometown heroes during the season, right? You you got to go out and not touch your wallet. You didn't yeah. pay for a drink. You just went out and 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 had so it's fun. It's a different thing. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is there one sport that you can think you could? Be it, be it golf, be it football, be it whatever. Uh, is there one that you could go, all right, fuck, I'm, I'm out. It's already 2.30. Might as well make it 4.30 in the morning. Oh, baseball for sure. You don't play till 7. You don't play till 7. It, well, like if you're a pitcher, if you started, then for sure you're getting into it, especially if you had a good game. Yeah. Or if you had a bad game, you want to join your sorrows, right? Yeah. Like, but but then like you just take your cuts. Like if you're good, you're good. Like being being hungover, you're gonna get a piece of one. You might and it's but, it's it's eleven, twelve hours later. Yeah, and then like in baseball, it's not like a, not up, it's, it's not a physically oxygen demanding sport, right? You concentrate for 10 fucking seconds while the ball like uh, while you're at bat, and that's it. What if you had well in this here though, what if you are in the last to two or the first twosome out at Augusta, and you're already making some dough. You're already you, you, whatever. Like um, on Sunday morning, last day. Sunday morning, you're 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 teeing off at seven thirty in the morning. You're the first twosome out. You're you're not gonna win. What time do you go to bed? Because you're just golfing, and you're already you've already made your bed on 
Thursday or pretty Friday. early. Pretty early. Like I mean, you don't want it. Yeah, because there's not early. Worse. Well, like if you're if your tee times at seven, I'm guessing a golfer, you want to be at the course an hour before your tee time. So you got to be there at six. You got to eat because you need some calories for the day. No, you uh, eat like, while you're playing, man. Get your calories. Just get a McMuffin on the way to the, the range. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess. If you show up 20 minutes beforehand. You go to bed at 2.30? But why? Because why get after it? Like, get after it on Sunday night. Like, the thing with this way, if you're... No, no Sunday, I'm just saying, no, I'm no. just saying, like, if, you, if you're already past the point of no return, do you keep going? Say, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm already out, whatever. How bad could it get? I'm already in last place at the Masters. Well, like I think old John Daly did that more than once, right? He had a he <laughs> no showed a couple of Sundays and got fined and what have you. So, ah, uh, who knows? Like I don't know. I don't think Augusta would be the thing. I think if you're the first uh, thing, the first uh, oh, even better at the Pebble, waste management, the, the celebrity oh. pro am at Pebble with all the all like you got Huey Lewis, Alice Cooper, you got Bill Murray, blah blah, blah. all those guys. Do you get into her? Possibly. There's no doubt if I'm in if I'm shooting Not a, three over at at Pebble on Sunday. Oh fuck, man. Whatever. No, nah, no, I don't think you get into her on Saturday night. Well, so you made the cut and now it's moving day. You have a chance, but then you blow up. And now, like, yeah, like you say. Like, well, I'm not winning. Yeah. I'm just here. Fuck it. I, I had a chance, but now I don't. And then, like, just hang out in the lounge and see who goes Yeah, oh, hang out. But, 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 like, like, like I said, past the point of no return, like, you're like, okay, do I go to bed or do I stay up? No, yeah, you're not it. hanging out in the lounge because it's player's lounge. You got to go out and, and get off, get off, yeah. get off campus, right? But then you have your house. I don't. I don't even know what kind of opportunity you would have. You would. You would. You would. Someone in your team would have to. And your You'd caddy would. Yeah, your caddy would be pissed. Cause yeah, because he he's out ten percent, right? Yeah, so he's out a little bit of money. I would imagine most caddies work on a salary now, as opposed to a salary cat. plus ten percent. Yeah. yeah, that guy from the hat, he's salary plus ten percent. Ten percent. That's a chunk of change. Oh, he makes good dough. He does pretty well. Yeah, he does very well. He had uh, some issues, visa issues, so he he lost out on some money, but whatever. We'll talk about that off air. But uh, yeah, Jesus. Anyway, Dave, fun show tonight. We uh, we didn't uh, get too deep. We had uh, a lot of laughs, a lot of talks. But uh, um, I think you got to audit who you're. You're getting old, man. Well, how am I getting old? Because I don't. I like I. You ask my opinion. I'm not saying I wouldn't get at it. Twenty years ago, Dave. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Anyways, take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself if you need your own. Dave, keep your stick on the ice. And what else, my friend? I don't want to see Jim swing at high pitches. <laughs> D20. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, it's just thinking of uh, his, uh, where he's living right now. We haven't even talked about how fucking awful the Canucks are this year yet. We talked about oh, what him did last week. They're not very good. It ain't very good at all. They're the opposite of good. Yeah. Out in Lotus Line. Anyway, we'll talk about that on Tuesday, on Monday night. Sorry. Have a good weekend, folks. We'll talk to you again on uh, Monday night.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.